702-3340. Well, folks, phone lines are open. We're going to do an open line Friday. Kick things off. There's so much in the news. Uh, we're going to wait to see whether or not the impeachment is going to kick in. That was a fantastic rally with President Trump last night. And the numbers for the president continue to get it better. So we're going to start off open line on this Friday, 401 766-1380. What does that mean, Juan? What do you what does that mean when you say open line? It means any topic. Can it be local? It can be national. It can whatever it may be, something that catches your fancy. If you want to talk about the uh, the uh, the Royals, that's huge international news. Meghan Markle and Harry, or if you want to talk about the situation with President Trump or the situation in Iran, whatever it may be. First time call us welcome. 401 401- 766-1380. You can also, remember, you can listen at depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com on the right, left-hand side, click on Listen Live. And then you can also, uh, if you have a Facebook page, follow me on Facebook. I like to do a little uh, roll call. Good morning, I see. Good morning, Mark. Morning, Juan. There's Joe Roberts. Hola. There's Mike Cunningham. That's right. Uh, David Lomas. Good morning. Uh, Pat Cordalesa. Uh Good morning, uh, Daniel. And there's uh, a number of others. So thumbs up to everybody. I don't get the reference on that. Uh, but anyhow, um, Pat, Pat Cordelessa, I don't get the reference there. Uh, Pencil Neck Geek, LOL. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I'm missing that some way. Uh, people speak in shorthand. But anyhow, well, folks, one of the things that um, I want to start off with, and this is a story we were talking about the other day. And the Providence Journal has a story out on this morning. It has to do with the head of the Providence Teachers Union. She is now, I, I want to just step back. Keep in mind, this is considered uh, worst, one of the worst school con- um, systems in the entire country, right? Wall Street Journal, education, hell, complete failure. This is someone they take no responsibility, wants to, quote, be part of the solution. This Mary Beth Calabro, head of the Providence Teachers Union, zero accountability responsibility that they happen to be. And I think that that really is the determining factor of why the Providence school system is one of the worst is because of the ridiculous uh, restrictive teacher's contract, which the new education commissioner, she's the one that's going to have to deal with it. Um, She's trying to work with them. I don't think you can. It's just not in them. But this is someone that, and I have it on the Facebook page, she posted a complete lie. She posted a complete lie of something that she said happened when the Mount Pleasant girls team was playing against Pilgrim High School. So she posted. Something else that people should uh, be aware of is she says on her Facebook post, this head of the, keep it in, keep on, head of the Providence Teachers Union. I just copied and pasted this from a post on someone else's page. Well, someone, um, I received an email from a teacher that said many times in union training, When you want to post something, but you don't want to take ownership of it, you start off the phrase by saying, I just copied and pasted this from some a post on someone else's page. And then you put your original work. Now, that's what someone sent me, that the unions teach them to do this. And I also received an email from another teacher who's obviously not a fan of the union. And they said something very interesting. What is this copying and pasting? As you know, folks, on Facebook, it's so easy to share someone else's post. So there's no reason to do this copy and posting. So apparently a lot of people believe this is her work, but she's pretending that she took it from someone else. But she posted, what the hell is wrong with this state? I demand to know what the Pilgrim principal 
Uh, Rhode Island Interscholastic League, the commissioner, have to say about this abhorrent, disgusting display of blatant racism. This was the second post I read about the game. The first one spoke of fans grunting, making animal noises on our girls, our students. Capital O. What an absolute disgusting display. So she posted, we went to the girls' basketball, last night, uh, basketball game last night at Pilgrim. And apparently this is from a Mount Pleasant uh, person. I've never been more disgusted by human being and, beings and teenagers in my life. The teams at Pilgrim called the Mount Pleasant students the N-word. Ratchet. I don't know what that means. They said, go back to your ghetto. They pushed the Mount teams around and the Mount students said nothing. They took it like the strong women they are. Not only was it the team, but it was the crowd, the parents, and the ref. How totally disgusting. Now, she has since deleted this from her Facebook page, this Mary Beth Calabro. So she posted this, right? Keep in mind. Now, what could have happened? Let's just say that you were this, that actually you, you think that maybe this did happen, right? Let's just, I'll pretend and go along with that. At the very least, you know, the next day, you could contact someone at Mount Pleasant and say, hey, you know, can I get a handle on what the hell? What happened last night at the Pilgrim? Is this, is this true? So, I, first of all, and then the answer is there. Obviously, it did not happen. But I think the Providence Journal story this morning is very telling. Um, school officials find no evidence of racism at the game. The post I just read to you folks was a complete made-up lie. Complete fabrication. I'll tell you, this is worse than what happened at Burville. Because with Burville, you had a mother in the stands filming it. And then saying the fact that they were singing the national anthem and they're wearing red, white, and blue and everything else, you could they were trying to make the argument that those high school students in Boroughville were purposely doing this. This is a complete fabrication lie. Calabro says parents were involved, school officials, the refs, the N-word was absolutely number one, she wasn't even at the game. Complete made up fabrication lie. Now this is not just a parent. This isn't just someone who went to the game. You're the head of the Providence Teachers Teachers Union. You're at Rhode Island College on stage. You're in the news. When she says this happened, she's treating it like fact. Here's the journal story. Officials at the Warwick and Providence School Districts met Thursday morning, found no evidence of any race-related remarks or comments during a basketball game between Mount Pleasant and Pilgrim took place Tuesday night. The meeting was in reaction to a Facebook post by Mary Beth Calabro, the president of the Providence Teachers Union. The since-deleted post. Notice the uh, Calabro, she could have edited the post and said, I want to apologize for posting this. It was all a lie. It was all made up. She didn't do that. Instead, she deleted it. The since-deleted post, which Calabro said she copied from someone else's page, claimed the teams at Pilgrim called the Mount Pleasant students the N-word. I don't know. What, what does ratchet mean? They said, go back to your ghetto. <coughs> Follow this. Wednesday. The Pro- Keep in mind, Providence School System gets $300 million a year. A lot of your taxpayer money. This person's the head of the teachers union. Wednesday, those claims were denied by Zach Pinto, the head coach of the Mount Pleasant girls basketball team. Pilgrim girls basketball coach, Scott Bayer, 
who's also the athletic director, declined to comment pending an investigation. The investigation appears to be over. Officials of the two districts met Thursday morning. Tom Mezzanotti said he stopped by the meeting on his way to work. Here we go. On Thursday night, apologist and PR person for Mary Beth Calabro, Tara Granahan, posted uh, what, what she claims was a letter from Calabro to the work superintendent. What is interesting about that, folks, is Calabro didn't post the apology. She had the cackle posted for her. When you do that, are you acting as a media person or are you the PR person? I've never, I, I, I shouldn't say never. I don't remember the last time I've ever seen something where the person doesn't apologize, the Senate an apology. They, they tell or instruct or delegate uh, their media puppet to do it for them. Haven't seen that one before. That's new. Most of the time, you see someone post an apology, and then all of the media pick up on it. This, that's not acting as a media person if you're the PR person for that individual. But anyhow, in a joint statement, they said the investigation included interviewing with players, coaches, blah, blah, blah. Allegations by Calabro came as a shock to Pilgrim players. When the coach read the article to us, I was so shocked I started crying. I was like, why would anyone say that about a team? Said one of the players. Now, this is a, a girls, uh, the Pilgrim girls basketball team. Why would anyone say that? I started crying. And this, the girl that said it, she's African-American. We've never treated anyone differently. We love each other. We love our team. We love being treated equally. We've never been treated any other way. It's so off character for how we are, said Nadine Ogney, who hit the game-winning free throw. In the one-point win over Mount Pleasant. We're not a racist team. We love everyone. We're just so caring. We're very diverse. So for someone to say that makes no sense. The majority of the Pilgrim varsity, junior varsity teams are Caucasian. While Behar wouldn't comment on the incident, he did say five of his players are African-American and a few other Hispanic. I've never felt racism on my own team. No one's ever treated me differently, uh, said one player who's Dominican. I've never said racist is the word used to describe our team. Of course not. Listen, Calabro made it up. Never happened. Head of the Providence Teachers Union wasn't even there. Made it up. The, uh, who's uh, Boino? You see that? No, Zach Pinto was the head coach. And Pilgrim Girl Best head coach. Oh, Mount Pleasant. Zach Pinto's head coach, Mount Pleasant. Scott Bayo was the Pilgrim coach. He said if the comments had been made during a game, it would have been handled immediately. I know our fans would, as well as our coaches are on our side. Especially my family is very confrontational. It wouldn't tell anything like that. While a, a Calabro's apology is floating around social media, the Pilgrim players would like to hear from her directly. Now, this is in the Providence Journal this morning. We all 100% believe she owes us an apology and not over the Internet. And not just floating it to her media puppet, Granahan. We want her to apologize face to face. We feel it's owed to us. She wrongly hurt us and put us through so much. She put a bad name on us. I feel like she could have checked her facts first. And apologies deserved. These are the players now saying this. Should Cal Of course she should go there and apologize to them. She made it up. In the apology letter, Calabra explained she first saw a post from Pinto asking about the appropriateness of students making noises during a game but says that that was de deleted. Listen to this part. She writes, she saw a second post from a female 
that discussed the behaviors and language were, in the author's view, racist. But it was removed after Calabro made her post. Oh, okay. So she based her post on two posts that now no longer exist. I'm supposed to believe that. Yeah, and the dog ate my homework. Calabro writes both posts left her upset. She didn't investigate further. And it was a terrible mistake. She later apologized. Everyone a pilgrim. Not doing her due diligence. She closes the letter preaching how social media get you in trouble. And today the teacher became the student. My sincerest apologies to the pilgrim community. Uh, via Twitter direct message, Calabro agreed to a phone interview with the Providence Journal, but never called at the agreed upon time. She's not returned messages about a follow-up interview. Well, of course not, because she has a defender and apologist uh, working for her in the form of Granahan. But here's another uh, part of, of this whole thing, folks. If you go to my Facebook page, I'll tell you why this isn't an isolated incident and why this is, um, and I think is even more disturbing. And I tweeted out some of this um, foolishness and nonsense. So she has, again, <coughs> you tell me if this is appropriate. You're the president of the Providence Teachers Union, teacher of student with special needs. Mom, exclamation point. My tweets are my own and do not reflect my organization or position. That's what she says on Twitter, which she thinks that gives her, like, get out of jail free card. Yet, yet here are some of her tweets. On behalf of the Providence Teachers Union, we want to wish everyone a healthy, happy new year. Hope this year exceeds expectations, promotes, enhances, blah, blah, blah. As much as she says that, oh, uh, th these are just thoughts of my own. She actually conducts business, uh, reaching out to different people and handling different things within the Providence schools. Here are some other examples. Uh, Providence Teachers Union and the AFT, proud to present. We hope to see you there, and they're having some event. She has another thing. Um, she puts this on. Great to see you all. The parents came to our school to meet the teachers, follow the children's children, learn about our clubs and events. That's, that's, that's not your own personal thing. That's where you are acting in your role. She tweets, I think parents, community, and teachers should be aware of who's in charge of the call to cancel or delay, do nothing in this dangerous and clement weather. She also tweets out, solidarity, stay tuned for new improved PD from AFT being offered. Union strong, union proud. We want to wish everyone on behalf, how about this line, on behalf of the Providence Teachers Union, we'd like to wish all who celebrate happy Kwanzaa. That, that's not your own personal tweet. Tweets are my own and don't reflect my organizational position. Well, if your tweets are your own and don't reflect your position, why are you tweeting out on behalf of the union you want to wish everyone a happy Kwanzaa? Now, so she took to social media, fabricated a lie that kids, parents, coaches at Pilgrim were using the N-word and yelling, go back to the ghetto with girls from Mount Pleasant. And again, she puts, oh, you know, I made a mistake on social media, blah, blah, blah. Well, I also posted on Facebook. How about some of her other tweets? How about this one aimed at President Trump? Delusional liar. Uh, President Trump tweeted out, make America great again. Calabro, did you resign? Now, if you go to my Facebook page, John DePietro Show, I put some other ones. Now, you tell me, is this someone who should really be? So she's a teacher, head of the union. 
using Twitter for union business. Here's what she says to President Trump. What time is it? And I, I have no clue why the media doesn't pick up on this. Because this, you want to talk about a double standard. If this were a Republican and you had, like I said, Hillary Clinton as president. So you're, the, you're a teacher. You're on Twitter. You're conducting union business. You just made a complete false social media post. A complete lie saying that the kids, students at Pilgrim High School at work were using the N-word and all this other stuff. Here's what she said to President Trump. She tweeted it right at him. Ready? You sick, demented, useless piece of scum. You and that vapid puppet you married are such bullies and liars. She then says to uh, the First Lady, your platform is anti-bullying. You spoke against criticizing a child. When someone used your son's name, what say you on this disgraceful tweet? Kids are off limits. So this is a teacher, head of the teachers union. Think students see this? Kids and parents see this? Is this appropriate? This is okay. Referring to the president of the United States as scum. Here's another tweet that she sends about President Trump. The human scum that is in the White House. Does that sound to you? Like someone that should be interacting with children. Now, again, someone might say, hey, and as she puts tweets of my own, uh, excuse me, if tweets are your own, why are you putting on behalf of the union this and behalf of the teachers this and blah, blah, blah. Can you imagine, folks, you want to talk about a double standard. How about let's make the president Hillary Clinton and now let's put the head of a union or in this a teacher saying, here's another thing she says to President Trump. He's an incompetent imbecile. You know, th- this should is, is so out of bounds. And you're the head of the teachers union. You're the head of a district that is considered the fourth worst in the United States. This is completely disgraceful. And I'm not just saying that because I am a Trump fan. I'm saying it because th- this should not be politics in the classroom and someone in this position and the media should not be giving this person a free ride i don't care that she put tweets on my own and don't reflect my organizational position the nature of the communication tells a different story she's communicating as the head of the union she's communicating as a providence teacher now let's keep in mind this is the person so let me just get this straight this is the person that supposedly is going to work with the education commissioner to turn around the Providence school system. Are you kidding me? So you're a high school student and you're trying to find your way in the world and establish your political beliefs. And a teacher is right there who's the head of all teachers with the union is referring to the president of the United States as scum and an incompetent imbecile and attacking the first lady. What? Can, can anyone explain to me why that's okay? I don't care that she put tweets on my own. And don't See, this is someone that is using social media and tries to weave in and out. And, and you, you can't. And I, this is someone who should go and apologize to those kids at Pilgrim High School. Without question. What was the story yesterday that I put? How about the Babson Professor? whose Facebook posts appeared to encourage Iran to choose 52 American sites as bombing targets, has been fired. Babson College professor fired for Facebook posts. And, and, just, and justifiably so. Listen, 
if you are a teacher, okay, and students are coming into your classroom, there should be, it, it, it's one thing if you want to talk, I, here's what I think, and you can weigh in, folks, 401-766-1380. I think it's disgraceful. I really do. She fabricated that whole thing. They had to do an investigation. You put those kids through that whole thing for nothing. And there's what? No ramifications? Some BS apology saying, you know, I did it in haste. And now, uh, what is it? The teacher's now the student and this other stuff. No, there is, there, there have to be this whole thing with Burville. The whole thing with the Burville kids. That started with a mother that was there that fabricated what she said was being said by Burville students and parents and so forth. So Calabro, uh, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't believe the whole thing, this copy and paste thing. I don't believe that. I was frustrated. I've been taught never to do. You know, her half-hearted, I don't even call it an apology. She doesn't take ownership of it. I don't believe her that she copied it from someone else and then sent it out. But this is someone that, why is it okay for a teacher to be referring to the President of the United States as an imbecile and human scum? A teacher in the classroom, teacher, head of the teacher's union. Is, is that the type of education that, that we're helping to pay for in Providence? Is, is that what it is? So she says in her apology, I don't like the idea of fans barking at female students. Well, then, you know, take it up with the coach. But so they lost a close game. Apparently, they make noises when someone's at the foul line, which is nothing new. And then instead fabricates this whole business. Where is the person that posted that? Let them come forward. I'm sure she must have known who it was. And on top of that, you know, you, you know someone on your friends that you saw it from. You don't remember who you took it from? I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I apologize for reposting something without having evidence of it. I apologize for not asking questions. But what about your other social media posts? You know, I, I repeat, there is there's something wrong. Where this is the same individual, you know, I'm no fan of Alorza, but they shut down his state of the city address when uh, he was trying to just do that. And they didn't care because, boom, they wanted a contract. This individual, uh, clearly, someone needs to explain the boundaries. If you're going to use social media for work, then that's one thing. If you want to use that to communicate with different union people, teachers, blah, blah, I, that, I totally get that. But at the same time, you can't say, oh, but these are my own. So when I call the president of the United States an imbecile and human scum, God, a teacher now, head of the teachers, that is completely inappropriate and unacceptable. Completely unprofessional, inappropriate, unacceptable. She should also go. And apologize to those Pilgrim students. They had, they had to drop everything. Play back. To, you know, thank God. Two things of thank God. One, that the Mount Pleasant coach didn't go along with her. Yeah, I think I heard something, too. Think of this now, folks. This is where we're at. You have to tape the game. They have to have tapes of the game to make sure. So if someone says, I think I heard someone use the N-word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were yelling the N-word at the other team. You have to have a tape to say, where? Where is this? In the Burville uh, tape, she couldn't hear anything. If that Mount Pleasant coach had said, I think I heard something, then this whole thing would have gone forward. 
you know, it's, it's not surprising to me that the Providence school system is a complete failure that it is. And it is. And written about nationwide, is this the type of person that should be involved in the turnaround? Is this how social media posts should be used? You're calling the President of the United States human scum, an imbecile, and all this other foolishness. If you want to use it and say, hey, you know, keep up the good work, everybody, no snow day, that's one thing. There is a pattern here. There is a pattern. And no, I think if your child goes to school, I don't think they should know the political beliefs of the teachers. I don't. Because that, what, what if, in fact, one of the students in her class, what if one of the students in her class, just as a hypothetical, volunteers for the Trump campaign? Or is a supporter of the president? Is that not okay? Who, who would want to say that when the, your, your teacher or the head of the union is calling the president of the United States human scum? Is there any wonder why students don't have respect for authority? Right? What are they being taught? Is that how it should be taught? So this is where left, this type of person, no ramification. That, that, that is a, a BS apology, by the way. That should be in person. Face those pilgrim kids. And who is this person? I don't believe that it was taken from somewhere else. But why is it okay? Would Governor Amundo be okay with this? If this were a teacher or if this were a principal or another school administrator, and if they were bashing members of the Democrat Party, would that be okay? Filth, scum. If your child goes into a math class, that child should not know if the teacher supports Bernie Sanders. I believe that teachers' political beliefs should be left at the door. And by the way, the same thing with whatever they're, if they're married, if they're single, if they're divorced, gay, straight, none of that stuff should matter. None of it should carry over into the classroom. Zero. You're there to teach. But what are you teaching them? That the president's an imbecile and a liar? Is Mary Beth Calabro? What are you teaching? That the president of the United States of America is, as she says, filthy scum. That's a teacher. That's the leader of the teachers. What a disgrace. Unappropriate, unprofessional, unacceptable. Period. And not like at a party saying this. Posting it for all the world to see. Terrible. 766-1380. Don't tell me freedom of speech. Good morning. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello. John, has uh, Mary Beth Calabro issued a statement on that downed airliner in uh, Iran? How about the fact that Mayor Pete is blaming President Trump, saying that we're partly to blame for the downed airliner? Did you see that? That we are partly to... How are we to blame? Iran was the one that were firing the rockets. Iran was the one that shut down that plane. This is not like a takes two to tango type of thing. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure she is. Well, the point I was trying to make was that, you know... She has a First Amendment right to free speech. But just because you have the right to do something doesn't mean you should necessarily do it. That's right. You know, it's like Kevin Meany said one time, just because the science says it's all you can eat doesn't mean you should eat all you can. <laughs> I like that. I liked Kevin Meany. He was a hilarious yeah. boy. He was rolling in the 80s. Yeah, he was a good guy. He was. You know, that's a good point. And I think you can understand my point. I, I don't want... Um, now, obviously, I'm a supporter of the president, but that said, I, I don't, you know, I have a junior in high school. I don't want a teacher, you know, wearing a Make America Great Again hat in the classroom or saying how great Trump is or anything. It's, it's, it's just, it doesn't fit either way, let alone well, someone, on, someone on, on social media. You know, not, at no point should someone in a position of authority who's a teacher 
be referring to the President of the United States as a filthy, imbecile scum in the White House. Well, trust me, John, I've got two children that are 28 and 26, and I went to all the PTO meetings and all the open houses yep. and all the, pe- all the parent nights, and you're not going to see a teacher espousing right-wing views. No. It's the completely the opposite. As a matter of fact, uh, I had several spirited discussions with teachers about the, what they were teaching my kids in school, and I made my kids listen to talk radio growing up so they get both sides of the story. But, but you know, this, this whole thing with Mary Beth Calabro, I, I, I do want to make a point, and the point is simply this, that more and more people are playing the race card when it's not an issue, and they're diminishing the importance of an event such as that when someone is being racist or they're, play, or they're, they're discriminating against someone because of their color or their heritage. Yep. And what's, what's going to happen is when people are, in fact, discriminated against, no one's going to take them seriously. No one's going to take them seriously, and, and this is this is just going to it's going to fade away, and that's going to that's a shame because if because racism does still exist yes. in our world, it does not as much as it used to, but it still exists. And when something like that happens, it is critically important that we address it. Yes, but I you will know, tell you right now that's an excellent know. point, and I hope everyone's paying attention. And and it's funny you said that because between Christmas and New Year's, I was having this discussion with some people that because of that tactic. I don't know about you. They throw out the word racist so much now that I, I think it's it's lost a lot of its bite and its meaning. I mean, right now, because they repeatedly throw it down in any situation, I don't think it has the sting that it once had. I just, like, roll my eyes now when they're calling someone a racist because it's overused. Yeah, here we go again. Yes, yes. And, and it's on, on things that don't apply to that. There are true racists out there. But when you do this, and not only that, you know, this is the second time that you have a school situation. And I, I attribute, I, I look at this as like the equivalent of yelling fire in a crowded theater because they, they make the accusation. And then look, look at the nature of the course. The two schools, especially Pilgrim, they had to drop everything they were doing. They had to go through the tapes. They had to investigate the play. They had to investigate the coaches. It immediately becomes guilty until proven you know, proven innocent. Um, when you throw that down, and let alone someone in a position like her, who who would think like, you know, she's plugged in, she knows teachers, she knows students. That was not I think I heard. She was saying verbatim, N-word used, go back to the ghetto, parents, co- complete fabricated lie, and then steps back and say, oh, I guess, I guess we've all learned something here. And you know the thing, John, is that, you know, I'm not somebody that makes rules but I play by the rules, and if and if the the people in in Providence that claim that they were discriminated against, you know, require the kind of attention that that apparently they require, so should those kids in Pilgrim. Yes, okay? those Pilgrims were treated unfairly, and they were devastated. If you read the, the comments in the paper today, okay, if we take them at their word. Something should be done to repair the feelings that have been caused, the hard feelings that have been caused, and the pain and suffering those kids in Pilgrim have gone through. And you know what's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. Right. You know why? Because most of them are white. There were some kids of color. There were some Hispanic kids, according to the article. Yep. But they look at those kids in Pilgrim as being white. And nobody, nobody thinks that white kids can get the same kind of pain and suffering that minorities can. Yes. That is a, you know, that's an excellent point. And on top of that, you just created... 
a, a, a problem within the school? Because what about some of the minority students in the school? Kids, well, you know, hear half things, and they're going to say, yeah, you know, that happened, or I bet that happened. I mean, to, to, to be that reckless, and this isn't like one person heard one thing, somebody else heard another thing. That situation in Boroughville, that was a mother from Central Falls who was there. She was filming it. She claimed she heard it. This this is worse to me. Calabria wasn't even at the game. Never happened. The Mount Pleasant people said it never happened. It, it, complete fabricated lie. Just outrageous behavior. And her whole thing is like, oh, well, no harm, no foul. Let's move on. Let's move on is exactly right. Thank you for the call. Folks, 401-766-1380. As, if you're a retired teacher... You know, if you are a parent, I don't, and, and this business that, well, she really, let me also address this, folks. And again, good morning. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2. I hear some of our apologists saying, you know, I give her credit. She stepped forward and uh, she admitted she was wrong. What, what, as opposed to what? She, she didn't have, a, a, she, 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 you give her credit for apologizing for something that never happened. The investigation found there was no evidence of it. She, she was cornered. She had nowhere to go. Well, you know, I give her credit. At least she took responsibility and stuff. She, had, she took no responsibility. Let me explain. This was a fabricated lie. Never happened. Nothing close. I, I don't even believe the copy and paste thing. I don't believe that. I don't. And I agree with those Pilgrim students. Who were like, we think she should come here. Don't apologize to us. Now, that is, they have the same union, by the way. American Federation of Teachers is both Providence and Warwick. But I also believe, I I think the media is giving her, I've said it, is giving her a free pass with some of the things that this individual is posting on social media. If you are the president of the Providence Teachers Union and you're a teacher of students with special needs... You can't have it both ways. You can't say tweets of my own, don't reflect my organization or position. And then what does she put on behalf of the union, on behalf of this? Hey, everybody, just keep in mind, blah, blah, blah. If you, when you do that, you're conducting business. And what does she also put? She tweets about President Trump. He is an incompetent imbecile. What else does she say about President Trump? This is the head, Mary Beth Calabro. December 12th, 2019, direct tweet at President Trump, head of the Providence Teachers Union. And as she says in her title, president of the Providence Teachers Union, teacher of students with special needs and mom. Here's her tweet to the president of the United States. You sick, demented, useless piece of scum. You and that vapid puppet you are married to are bullies and liars. President of the United States. Mary Beth Calabro, November 22nd. The human scum that is in the White House. Is that productive in some way? Is this fit into the whole thing? Is that all part of the apology? Now, when I posted this, a number of you, 92 comments, um, commenting on it. The rest of the meeting, uh, Eli writes, I'm in a public position. I could say any darn thing I want because I wrote a disclaimer. That's right. Exactly. Every tweet, though, is job-related. Um, Melissa put, Trump does it daily. Well, he doesn't try to hide between the two. 
and he takes ownership of it, and the media calls him out on it. Doesn't Trump, this is uh, from Melissa Alt. you can see this on Facebook, doesn't Trump tweet rude comments about people all the time? Why is this any different? Oh, so, so she, now she's like the president. Carol writes, she, she's suspended. Michael Reich, speaking of incompetent imbeciles, she sent a huge apology letter for a social media rant about allegations of racism. Everyone interviewed both schools denied it. Yep. Glad my kids are grown. Wouldn't want people like this influence them in the classroom. <sighs> Terrible. Um, the, the president owns all his tweets. He doesn't go back and forth. He also, President Trump, Trump does not say... Um, hey, we have a meeting tomorrow in the uh, Oval Office at 8.30, everybody. Right? He's not doing it to conduct business of the day-to-day. So, and, but, and, and listen, has he ever, he, he owns his tweets. Now, you're trying to say, this person on uh, Facebook that's trying to defend this person, this Melissa, um, doesn't he treat, tweet rude comments? Why is this any different? Well, again, it comes down to what role you think the teacher should play. And as far as the human scum and all this other stuff, I think it's abhorrent. I do. I think it's unprofessional. I don't think this should be a place for it. And President Trump didn't make up a big lie about the kids at Pilgrim and say that people were dropping the N-word. Terrible. God. All right, 766-1380, 401-766-1380. Listen, the president's in good spirits. The Dow is now at 29,000. And that Mayor Pete, I'm going to play that for you. How about that? So Mayor Pete, who is surging, by the way, he is now saying, you know, the United States, we're partly to blame for that jet airliner that went down. We have nothing to do with that jet airliner. All right, Iran mistakenly apparently shot that down. That's not on us. That is in no way on us. Hey, folks, I want to remind you on this Friday about Propane Plus. Call them today at 401-885-4209. Propane Plus, become a customer. Two locations, Rehoboth, East Greenwich. It's Propane Plus. They're the experts. Heating and cooling, underground tanks, full service, your one source for all your propane needs, automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks, all propane appliances, satellite tank monitoring, locked in rates through the Plus Plan, discounts for builders, installation and service for heaters, generators, water heaters, pool heaters, fireplaces, boilers and furnaces. You can depend on Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209, 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. What about to the um, person on Facebook? So should the education commissioner be... Uh, putting out that stuff so no one's saying that someone doesn't have freedom of speech but it's the role that you're using it in so this melissa on so i guess the education commissioner should be doing that is that what we're talking about um 766-1380 it's john DePietro. a lot more head on this friday do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. 
with no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for business, 401-332-0000. Well, folks, remember, if you're having a problem with one of your appliances, remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Do you have one of your appliances? Maybe it's not working properly, whether it is your stove or your refrigerator or your washing machine or your dryer, or the dishwasher, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. Serving the people of Rhode Island and Massachusetts, you can depend on Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. That's what I did. Suddenly, the oven was not working. What did I do? I called Ryan, came right out, and they... Repaired it in about 10 minutes. There was something wrong with the oven. I don't remember what it was. 401-710-7096. And it's always to remember, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. I'm on the road and my ride is going strong. At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day. With Rhode Island's only true one price. On our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price, guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price, only at Paul Massey. Well, folks, as you can tell, I mean, the heating season is definitely here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. They're energy efficient, they're quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, well, then no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, and it cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is a carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved National Grid VPI installer. Call JKL Engineering today. Licensed in Rhode Island, Massachusetts. You know, actually, 53 years in business. Call JKL Engineering today at 401-351-7600. 401 351 
7600 Estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Now, listen, it's going to get cold. It's obviously already getting colder. It's going to get even colder. And if today, on this Friday, if you're having a problem with your heating unit, now is the time to call J.K.L. Get it straightened out now. 351-7600. 351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back on this Friday. Good afternoon. One or all, good morning, I should say. One or all, it's Juan. It's John DePietro. Weekdays we start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. Visit the website petro.com Click listen live and boom, there I am. Uh, we're going to continue. Open line. This portion of the John DePetro show is brought to you by Courts, C-O-R-T-S, C-O-R-T-E-S, Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. Call them today. All your plumbing needs. Are you having a problem? Maybe you need repair and maintenance, an emergency situation, or a drain? Does that sound like you and you need a fully licensed and insured plumber? Family-run business over 20 years? Call Victor Courts of Courts Plumbing today, 401-714-8478. Courts Plumbing of Cumberland, 401-714-8478, 401-714-8478 for Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. Phone lines are open, 401-766-1380 is our phone number. First-time callers welcome, 401-766-1380. How about Bernie Sanders announces Rhode Island endorsements? I'm going to go through some of those. Um, and then also, you know, the Channel 12 has a frightening story I'm going to play next hour. Providence Warwick have no money saved for $1.4 billion in health care liabilities. You know what a, um, a big problem, folks, that is coming? And I hear this from so many different people. And this is a major, major problem. I mean, right now, President Trump obviously is doing the best he can to keep the economy flowing, do everything to improve things. But God forbid, I mean, if Bernie Sanders ever got elected, what he would, he would decimate the economy. Uh, Governor Mundo does nothing to help out businesses. But more and more people, do you hear this? The question is, a lot of the people of means... Are they willing to try to improve the situation in the state or are people looking for the exit? Are people just trying to make an exit plan? That is a good question. But I come back to Providence Journal has the story. School officials found no evidence of racism at game. In a letter on Facebook, Providence Union president suddenly now apologized. You know, those kids, they, the kids on the Pilgrim team. It was a girls' basketball team, a game, and it was Pilgrim in Warwick against Mount Pleasant of Providence. And this Mary Beth Calabro, president of the Providence Teachers Union, she was not at the game. She doesn't say she talked to anyone at the game. She didn't talk to anybody on Mount Pleasant. Someone sent me uh, during the break on Twitter, I guess on her Twitter feed, she always is putting, like, go Mount Pleasant. So maybe I don't know if she's a teacher there or maybe she went there. I don't know. But she posted on her Facebook page, and this isn't just a parent. This isn't just a teacher. You're the head of the teachers' union. When you speak, when you're sending out messages, if you're saying, hey, everybody, uh, one hour delay tomorrow, 
because of the snow. If you're putting, hey, don't forget, tomorrow's the first day of school. If you uh, post on social media, uh, keep in mind, you know, deadline for da-da-da. And then you put out, uh, the girls of Mount Pleasant were playing a basketball game. And the other team of Pilgrim, they were using the N-word. And parents and players from Pilgrim and people in the stands were yelling, go back to the ghetto and using the N-word. When you put that and put that as fact, people take it as fact. So what did they do? They investigated. The state investigated. Rhode Island Interscholastic League investigated. They have a tape of the game. They talked to both coaches. All made up. All fabricated. Nothing there. Did Mary Beth Calabro, head of the Providence Teachers Union, as the Providence Journal even says, the Providence Journal reports that, and they're the ones, this uh, Eric Rube, he did a story on it, and he met with the Pilgrim play. Think of this. The reporter from the Journal, he met with the players from Pilgrim. Calabro didn't. And the players, the girls now, from this team, one of them said she felt like crying. And they said, we would like her to face us. We believe she owes us an apology, not over the Internet. We want her to come in and apologize face to face. And they are exactly right. Now, Calabro wouldn't return calls from the journal, kind of in hiding, sent out, I thought, a very weak apology, blaming everybody else. But if you go into someone, her then her social media, she weaves in and out of one minute. It's, hey, on behalf of the teachers union, we want to thank blah, blah, blah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Don't forget about this and that. And then the next social media post is and the president of the United States is a liar. And the president of the United States is an imbecile. And the president of the United States is the human scum and the white. I, it, it's wrong. What about if the education commissioner? Is this what we want with education? I know some people say, well, Trump does. Trump does not. Trump's not in the classroom. The president's not in the classroom. The president's also not making up things of racism at a game. So that he does not do. Now, I know she has the disclaimer on her Twitter feed. These are my views. No one else's. But uh, that, that doesn't hold true because you're, you're basically conducting business. So President Trump. 45th president of the United States of America, 70 million followers. So, um, and he is constantly on Twitter. But he's the president. I, I would just be curious. This is the person. This is the person, head of the teacher union, that's supposed to be helping to lead the turnaround of what, what the Wall Street Journal and John Hopkins report has described is one of the worst school districts in the entire country. I don't believe this new education commissioner, I don't believe she believes in this. I think she would frown on it. And as I said earlier, I think if you're a teacher, your political beliefs should be left at the door. And the same thing with whatever personal problems or your life situation is at home, whether you're, like I said, uh, whatever your personal situation may be. All right. Open line continues. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. A lot more ahead on the John DePietro Show on AM 1380. WNRI and W236CW in socket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.